Hello, uh, welcome to uh, Wise Men Say. This is going to be our unofficial Swindon Town podcast uh, to be uh, produced as and when we feel like it, but probably around about every fortnight. Uh, my name is Robin, which is massively appropriate, as I'm sure you can uh, appreciate. And uh, I will uh, now pass you over to my uh, my colleagues. My friend. You can tell we do this a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm Paul. Um, yeah, we have Ben as well over there. Hello, I'm Ben, and thanks for letting me say my name. No name. problem, no problem. <laughs> <That's always brilliant. laughs> and uh, maybe John at some point as well will no join problem. us. Hopefully. John will be here, John will be here. You know you will. Yeah, um, so we, uh, we, all three of us have just watched the uh, the Brentford game at the, uh, at the county ground, and um, obviously we're all fairly disappointed with, uh, with both the performance and the result. Um, could have done with three points today. Uh, nothing that we don't already know. Uh, I'm starting to contemplate just how bad we are going to be this season it's it's uh expectation levels though. that's what it hmm. well of course yeah i mean you know i think it's important to to set my stool out right away and say that under malpass i thought we were the worst team in the football league um all you had to do was show up and you would win um and we were yeah we were shipping goals for fun but to be honest at the back we're we're looking very very shaky we're looking very very prone but on the plus side today sean morrison well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was great today. For someone who's only nineteen, that's what. I'm, I'm not having that. He's not nineteen. He was. He was incredible today. The the thing the thing that I think is important to 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 take into consideration, you know, we're three games in and we have two new fullbacks this season, Cadiz and Michael Rose, and it was a it was a, a poor mistake from Michael Rose that gifted them the goal today, and uh, there were a couple of other chances they had that they should have probably scored from. Um, and we we look shaky. It was a gift of a goal. It was I mean, absolutely. I mean, we both agreed that it was reminiscent of Stuart Pearce. Yeah, Marino against San Marino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was massively under hit. He could have taken a touch. He could have. I mean, he, he could have cleared. He could have cleared the ball. It's rule number one of, of defending, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's annoying that it's happened. But I don't. I'm not one of these people who's like, oh, I can't believe that's fucking happened. It's that's just football. Football. Born, based on mistakes. Of course it is, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. And to be fair, it was a good finish from that tight angle. It yeah. was a good finish, yeah. I mean, that's the bit I saw. I missed the. I was, I was actually checking my phone. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I got a text. <laughs> yeah, the first, uh, the, first, the first time I looked away from the game and, and that happened. But um, it was, yeah, I, st- I did see the finish. And uh, yeah, credit where credit's due. You know, it, fair enough. It's a, it's a tidy finish. Mm. And he's done, he's persevered well to, to chase down what looked to be. Um, easy to deal with and he's put the pressure on he's forced the mistake but that's one side of it the other side of it is it was a horrendous back pass it was an awful pass to Michael Rose mm. that put him in trouble and David Lucas got beat at his near post against run of play well, it was massively yeah, against massively. the run I mean, of play that was actually quite well, more heartening to watch I thought we were going to be camped in the half for the uh, for yeah. the entire of the first half, but it was and I the thought same... that what might not happen is that we might not score. But what I didn't see coming was uh, was that. But I suppose it was only what ten minutes in um, when it when it happened. The, About ten minutes. It, on. The same thing happened against um, against Leighton Orient. Again, I mean, Orient. We looked, yeah, absolutely. We looked really no, tidy. We looked. We looked. That was good football. That first half against Orient. I, I think that we just we look a lot. It, the games are a lot more open. At the start of this season, than they were at the towards the end of we last season. We were tough season. to beat, weren't we? We were tough we, to yeah, beat. Yeah, I mean, people didn't season. people didn't enjoy coming to Swindon, and and you know, this year I don't think it's you know it's a new season. The 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 slate is wiped clean yeah. to a certain extent, and you know you have a good preseason. If even if you're not one of the fancy teams in the league, Leighton Orient went today and drew at Southampton. 
So that's a good yeah, result. That's a good result, definitely. And you and know, team to beat, to be fair, Southampton. Of course, yeah. I mean, uh, if it wasn't for their points deduction last season, yeah, they would have been well up in the playoffs. Right, so right not only the points deduction, but what that the impact that that has at the start of the season when you you know the mindset is we've got no chance. We're ten points worse off than everybody else to begin with. Well, we've how got no long chance. Did it take to get going last season, though, because I think was it <clears throat> shocking first day. Five one away at Gillingham. Yeah, and then. We won four nil in the cup, didn't we? That midweek or four one against Milton Keynes Dons. MK Dons, yeah. Maybe that's just what we're looking for. That big result to just set the season. Well, do you know what I thought that um, the away result at Hartlepool? I thought even though it was a draw, I thought the fact that it just looked so massively unlikely. The way we've been playing, the way we went two 0 down very early, and then all of a sudden, you know, bang bang, two goals to uh, to bring it even and, and a chance to win at the end. I thought I thought that might you know um, kick us into gear. I thought it might give us a bit of fight, and we started the game very brightly today. Um, I don't know. It's it's an odd one because you know I don't think anyone denies that we overachieved last season in terms of how we were the season before. But at the same time, you know, we we, we would still expect to be there or thereabouts at the end of the season. You the, know. the season before last, I'm loath to call them problems because <clears throat> it's only when they become endemic that they become real problems. Mm. And it's like I said, two new fullbacks, a new midfielder straight in front of him. Um, we've lost Greer. You need hope that a pre-season is enough to set the team. I mean, it's not like these players have just turned up on the day and said, like, hi, I'm Callis, by the way, I'm playing on uh, fullback." Today. Well, he did. He only turned up, you know, a week and a half ago after a month of trying to get yeah, him. So, nice. you know, I mean, yes, he, he was at Celtic with Cuthbert mm. and with Ferry, and we've got, you know, a few players that have played together before. Prutton, Lucas and... Uh, Oh, Douglas. All Douglas as well. Yeah, yeah. All played at Leeds together. If Alan Sheehan was here last season, and O'Brien as well, of course. And O'Brien, yeah. So you know, there's <laughs> a a lot of. <laughs> well, we say played. But, uh, <laughs> I'm still. I, not, I was just there. More, more on, more on O'Brien right, later yeah. on. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, one of those players that isn't really a footballer, isn't he? Um, it's hard. It's hard at, at the beginning of a season because you know, in your mind, you you you're always making comparisons with last season and how things ended last season. Now, look at the results that, that we've had so far. We've just mentioned that Leighton Orient drew yeah. at Southampton today. That's an unbelievably good result. Yeah, for them. definitely. One all. Um, Where are we in the table? I know it's yeah. I'm just having a look. We're, we're, I, I also want to see if Ward played for Bolton today. I'm not sure whether he did. Uh, but, uh, Near the bottom, I would say. Anyway, look. Another thing, Hartlepool, that game that we went... I mean, you know, we're, long, we're 18. That's a long way to travel to play a football mm. match. And we went up there and it looked, to all intents and purposes, at half-time like we were Don't on the, the wrong end of a, of a hiding coming up. But we rallied, we fought back, and, and Hartlepool today have gone and beaten Yeovil in Yeovil 2-0. Did they? Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're two teams that haven't beaten us at the start of this season who, who are looking like they've set out, set out well. You know, they've, they've set their stall out. Brentford looked organised. I think they had a couple of guys in midfield today that were outstanding. That Dio Garago, their number 20, was absolutely fantastic. Mm. He was number a real... 11 on the left wing. Miles, uh, Miles Weston. Yeah, yeah. He, he was good. He had a good game. Yep. Apart from the shocking miss, of course. I yeah, mean, that was... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I missed that, because I think I was looking around at... I was probably looking at a pigeon or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me fly! <laughs> to be that bird! And then I just heard everyone from town then sort of... It was it was giving surreal. Him the I, mean, I mean, John at the time, uh, the the other the other guy we sit with said that it was three yards. But to be honest, 
It looked more like one yard. It really, it, what did he do? Did he hit it over the yeah, bar? Yeah, he's hit it he's, over, he's the, hit bar. It over the bar from yeah. on the goal line. Is it coming on ground him? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 bounced slightly. It's, it's, it's coming, not, it's coming at pace at him. You yeah. know, it's one of that. It's not, it's not skimming the grass. It's it is bobbling. But Carlo West Brom a few years ago that bad. Worse, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a really, it was a really because he, was, yeah, I mean, he he had the whole goal. His face said it all. I mean, I'll watch it next week on soccer. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Helen Chamberlain would do something really funny. Taxi for Western. Yeah, something hilarious. I was gonna say about this season. I kind of get the impression obviously being new to go to watch uh, Swindon for a season ticket is it just going to be a slow burn is it just going to take a while to get up to the heights of last season I I mean, th- it's an interesting dynamic I don't think I don't think anyone knows what to expect because of the fact that we were terrible the season before last really terrible and then last season I would say you know the, the, in the top top three exciting teams in the league really at what point last season did you think fuck me actually we're playing really well here it can't have been from the second I think, I think Leeds at home Leeds at home really was that? was that November yeah, it was. We beat Leeds twice, three nil twice in the space of a couple of weeks. Wasn't yeah, it? The, the, and, um, when the fixtures worked out, and we really did play them off the park. Yeah, we well. were outstanding, and, outstanding um, in that game. Um, and it was almost, you know, thinking back to to you know the playoff finals of nineteen ninety and, and nineteen ninety three, and you know we had really good teams. Looking back, we had really good teams, and that the game against Leeds last season almost was reminiscent of those glory days, you know. Mm-hmm. Of when I was young, going to going to watch the football, it was it was almost like you had to pinch yourself to really believe what was happening. Mm. And then we went. I can't remember which way round it went. Did we we played them here first, and then we went there. Yeah, then we yeah, went. Yeah, it was three 0 because it was towards the end of the season when it was the three 0 away. Oh no, because it was a cup game, wasn't it? No, no, no. We played two league games very close together, didn't we, against Leeds, and we beat them. I know the three 0 was at home. They were both three 0 That was beat... at home first, and then it was going away to school because that was. I think it was away. It was around sort of March, April time. Oh, horrible feeling. That's what it was. Uh, the point I was going to make about today's game, for me, and like from the first two that I've seen so far, was that for that first ten minutes, I mean, same against Brighton, we kind of came out, mm. I don't want to say all guns blazing, but we appeared to be on top. Mm. And I get the feeling that after ten or fifteen minutes of us doing well, if we've not, not scored, if we've mm. not scored, it's kind of like the players just kind of think, well, what do we do now? Mm. And then the other team starts to come in it, and they generally kind of get a, I don't want to say lucky break. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's a standard sort of formula in football, isn't it? Mm. When you play away from home, you you know, rule number one is don't concede an early goal mm. because you don't want to go chasing that game. So yeah, it's it, not I even think, like we're putting people to the sword massively. It's not even last ditch defender or anything like that. There's a period of sustained pressure mm. without really creating any chance. No incision. I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 pretty. And this this comes from. The, the way the midfield is set up this season. I mean, we had Ferry and mm. Douglas last season. Ferry was the, the you know, bite your ankles kind of terrier that, that always looked to, to go and break up play and win the ball back. And, you know, Douglas just sat. He, he very rarely sort of broke forward, even when we were on top. And he just, he kept things ticking over. Yeah. And Prutton and Douglas, very similar together. Very, very similar players. And, you know... Uh, well, I was saying to John and Bass earlier on about how... For a man who's captain and playing centre midfield and supposed to be making things tick over, it's almost like he started the whole season in. And I'm not trying to single someone out here, but my expectation would be more of what he's capable of doing. Especially off the back of last season, where he was our he was our he was our, out, he was our outstanding player. player. I don't think you get too much argument. I think I mean, a lot of people you... would point to Charlie Austin, but he was the one that made everything happen. Douglas and a guy behind sat behind us today. I think it was a real old guy who kept saying things like play it on the carpet which is always funny to hear yeah he said um, it was quite very accurate he goes that bloody Douglas he doesn't even look fit and to be fair he did look pretty knackered during the whole match and I don't know I'm not expecting to be a box box midfielder with bursting pace but he just seemed to be 
ambling along for a lot of it. <clears throat> and I don't know whether he's not up to full fitness, whether he's taken an off of some sort or... I think that's just sort of his style, his style and indicative of, of what he's asked to do for the team. I don't you want know. to say languid, but it's... Well, he is. He does have that style. Yeah, he is. Languid's a good word, really. I mean, but it was very, very effective last season. He, he, he sat in front of the back four and he sprayed it about and he broke play up when he needed to. And he, he had a, a bit of bite in the tackle. He had a, a little bit of strength on the ball, enough to kind of buy himself a bit of time to... And, he, you know, he's, he doesn't always play the obvious pass. He likes to be a little bit creative yeah. with his passing as well. And it worked really well last season. He just doesn't seem to have clicked. It doesn't seem to have hit his groove this season at all. You remember that pass he did, I think, in the second half, where he just booted it into the Arkles stand? Yeah, that, I mean, that yeah. was strange. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> are you going to is, is that someone injured? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no. He's he tried to spread it out to our, to our right-hand side, didn't he? To, yeah, to yeah, McGovern. It's and like halfway up the stand. Yeah, it was, it was awful. There's quite a few of those today, like misplaced passes. I think in the first half, there's one from Prutton when he was looking for uh, Callis on... Uh, Mm. I mean, yes, it was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. He had to, he had to struggle to keep it in, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly not fluid. Uh, you expect it's, more from midfielders. You do. Yeah. I mean, we had a nice tight midfield last season. The thing we? is, when you when you have somebody like Billy Painter up front, and you you can knock it up to him and know that it's going to stick, it makes a big difference. I mm. think that you. You know, once you've got that, it's the same as having a fantastic goalkeeper behind you for a defender. Yeah, it gives you that confidence. that confidence to know that yes, you can jump into this tackle because you're eighty percent sure you're going to get there. But if you don't, you're not the last line of defence. It's not going to be that costly a mistake. So where we've got, I mean, Charlie Austin has come on this season. It, it's incredible to see him winning every header. Yeah, it's know, great. Long yeah, balls, I mean, yeah. he, he he has been the. He has been uh, even at the Orient game where I thought he had a quiet game. He still had a good game. Yeah, you know, absolutely, he, and and it's it's unbelievable just, the difference in yeah. in his in his ability. I don't, you know, I mean, he he got if into. If he carries on improving the way he is, then then the sky's the limit. Season, I think. Let's be honest. Look, last season he 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 came in very raw. He found space where a lot of players wouldn't find it, and he 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 had the knack of getting in the right yeah, place at the finish. right time to Boy, finish the ball, finish. and he can also find that space. Danny Wilson, I saw an interview with him at the end of last season, and and he said, "Look, we can give you fitness, we can make you stronger, we can make you run all day, but if you haven't got that natural ability to find space, then you know you, you can't be taught that." No, and and the like point it. is, the point is, when you've got somebody who's winning the majority of of long ball headers, flick ons, mm. you don't want that to be Charlie Austin. You want him in behind, you know making use of that second ball making use of that flick on because he finds that space he turns defenders and he finishes he finishes most of the chances that he gets yeah so, and at the moment he's the one he's the one, he's that's, the one that's doing, doing the donkey the work yeah, the, yeah, and there's no one in behind David Ball but he so you know, is, is, is Pericard the answer then do, do we give him a start is, is, I mean, three games I, in I, I mean he has to he's been alright for the bigs he played like, there was a few times today I, I know I said this to you earlier he should have scored twice today he always wants to take that extra touch. Mm. And that one you said about, you go, oh, it would have been a nice touch if we took it round. But it's, he was on the edge of the six-yard box. Yes, he should yeah, have hit it. Like, well, have hit it yeah. If you take it there, where, where are you going to go from there? I mean, I even think. if you smash it as hard as you mm. can, you're probably not going to miss. Yeah, because he's so close. Close. And he had that one uh, in the first half, again, he got into the box, and he just kind yeah. of got it caught under his feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Like I said, uh, I read this thing once in an article about Jermaine Defoe. No, I can't stand Jermaine Defoe, personally. But... Part of his uh, training, or, or what the coaches obviously say to him, is just hit it low and hard. Yeah. As long as it's on target, hit the target. That's it. If it's first time, always go for first time. Yeah. Always first time. Just hit the target. And you see a lot of strikers do because they always want to take this extra touch. Yeah. Maybe it's just a confidence thing. 
Uh, they want to make sure some strikers like to finish with precision, don't they? And mm. I would have thought after his goal last week, there would have been a bit. Did you? I mean, did you see that goal? I've not seen it. No. It sort of dribbled in. It well, was a bit of a miss hit, sort of a dribbler. You know, listen it wasn't to the radio. They make it out to be like a seventy-five yard screamer to the top corner. No, well, it was, it was a seventy-three at most. <laughs> <laughs> Was it just a dribbler? He did well. I mean, he received the ball sort of 16 yards out. It was a tough angle for him. And he, yeah, he hit it. He did everything right. He hit it across the keeper. He hit it low, and he he hit it, he kept it on target. And it's always got a chance. You know, this is if he had if he had taken a shot today, or you know, had a go when he was in those positions. Even if you can't hit it cleanly, if it's on target and you're six yards out from goal, you've got every chance of it going in. Particularly if you miss hit it. You miss hit here, the, the ref, the, the ref, the keeper dives, and you know the the ball dribbles in. You know it's well, so. Other than the goal, did we really create any clear cut chances? I was thinking there's one where it kind of fell to Charlie. No, but he's, we he's trickled it into the keeper, but that was where it had been pinballed yeah, out of the yeah, area yeah. for one second off. But nothing clear cut. I mean, right. I would say that it's 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 more apparent when your defence isn't right than it is when your attack isn't right because you still get possession in the other team's half. You can still pass the ball about, and until they intercept one, one defensive mistake exactly. one I, but I would say that, that it's about even in terms of what we're doing defensively mm. and, and you know on the attack I think <clears throat> I think the standard is, is, is there throughout the team I don't think we're, we're looking particularly good as an attacking force for those exact reasons that you've just yeah. said we're not creating the clear cut chances it's, it's, it's the thing is all. and again you know it's two points that, that I've made already but I'm going to keep probably going back to them because I think that, that they are you get but, on your little soapbox. <laughs> but they're intrinsic to the to the to the the issues that the the club that the, the team are facing. Mm. When you have Billy Painter up front and you can hit a 40, 50 yard ball up to him and know if you then cover that distance, commit, you're yeah. probably gonna get that ball back. Mm. You can commit yourself to getting forward because you know that it's not coming straight back at you. And also in the same in a similar sort of tact, when the ball does come back to you if you have a, a, a central defender like Gordon Greer, who has no problem with passing the ball 10 yards or 50 yards with his right or his left foot, it's about the retention of possession, particularly at home. Mm. You know, when that ball, and, and Lesinel his two games have been excellent so far this, this season at the county ground. He's been head and shoulders. Yeah, he's, he's a little bit, you know, Bambi yeah, on ice, that kind of thing. Heart and mouth moment. He, he is, but, but I mean, he hasn't made a mistake yet, which is one up on, on a lot of the others so far this season. But he is never going to be really that Gordon Greer type. The Get the ball under control and put your head up and no panic, just calmly get about your business and Gordon Greer I'm sure is the kind of defender that is happy to never see the ball during a football match yeah. because he knows it's, his, his job, job is done. But maybe you're touching upon the problem there, again it's just this lack of leadership There's nothing there. throughout the defence. You yeah. expect more, and I know we discussed this last time about, and again I'm not trying to get on with Douglas but Who's leading the team? Who's saying you stay there? Yeah, you stay I mean, there. What are you doing? I mean, that should be all be done on the on the on, on the, the on the training you ground. Still every, like, we've all played football. We know you need that kick up the ass when you're playing. Yeah. You need someone to point out to you. No one knows just it's not intuitive all the time. I should be placed here at all times. Yeah, I mean, if you're playing well, then that's one thing. But majority of the time, you're not playing as well as you could, and that's yeah. when you need it. Yeah. Look, look, I mean, today we saw Rose and Kennedy, who I thought was decent when he Kennedy came on. Callum well. yeah, Kennedy yeah. looked looked pretty good. How young was our defence today? Yeah. yeah. Was, know, Morrison is not 19. I'm not having it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I almost envision, sorry, envision him being in Rocky 7. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. Kind of, yeah, yeah, he, he'd make Rocky 7. He will 7. break one of us. Yeah. 
He'll be here too. I mean, <laughs> the guys. It was Ben that said that. By the way, my name's John McLean. <laughs> I mean, uh, you don't see nineteen-year-olds. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. I mean, you don't. It's like when, remember when you used to play football when you were a kid, right? And there'd always be you play against some team when you're fourteen. Just like. Me. Like a guy with a beard. There's no way he's 40. Fucking look at him. He's smoking. He's got two kids on the side. There's no way he's 40. That's maybe, pretty common around there. Maybe Morrison's that kid. Not saying that you've got two kids. Age of 19. But is he swimming more than Brett? I don't know if he's local, to be honest. Is he? Find out. Have a look, Robin. Look that one up. But yeah, I mean, today he was he was outstanding. Every yeah, every good. long ball, apart from when they mentioned that he was named well, man of the match. Funny, wasn't it? And yeah. the best thing about it was he looked up to the John Rogers stand and it was just kind of a little smile. That's how he knew. And then we started clapping him afterwards. But, but uh, you know, probably I even would have forgiven him if that had got left to a goal. Probably the not. comedy timing. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah the curse of the commentator, <laughs> but it's the PA announcer in in this. Uh, he was signed from uh, from Plymouth. Uh, he was born in Plymouth. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay, so they must. How, they say he's nineteen. Yeah, he's nineteen. Yeah. Um, he's got to be what, like six three, six four. Oh no, yeah, no, but it's not even that because you get you get tall lads a lot. Yeah, but yeah, he's, no, he's he's six bigger one, than six, six one. one. He's much that. bigger than six one. one. He's still growing. He's still you know I'm what I mean. He's, <laughs> if I click refresh, it makes. <laughs> 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 I think we were saying just before we start recording this that how he reminds me of David Weeter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he's that big. But he's mobile with it. Yeah, he, he is, is yeah. mobile as well. I'm not saying he's not the most comfortable on the ball. Definitely, no. it's not a case of at the feet. You're always oh, going to bring it out. It's yeah. going to be back and bow out. And that's what, that's what we miss. Someone who's a ball winning or ball playing defender. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's what Greer was. I mean, you know, he he was prone to to the occasional error, but it's League One, isn't it? You the know, the gonna... thing the thing that struck me today was how open that game was, mm. and the ball and the the game. Oh, they had about three or four. Proper oh yeah, absolutely. But, but like, it was end to end. Yeah, for, yeah. for the neutral, that was probably a really good game of football to we, watch. We today. look very vulnerable. But the we. problem, the problem is, and I keep rattling on about it: when the ball doesn't stick, mm. when you don't retain the football, then if you don't have it, they've got it, mm. and then you get it back. If you then try and hump it up front to to Austin or to Dosevi or yeah. to David Ball, who went up front today. They're not going to keep hold of that ball. They might create a chance. They might even score a yeah, goal. But they're not going to hold the ball up. They're not when you when you don't have someone to hold the ball up over a period of time. You lose your shape. When you lose your shape, Brighton score goals like that one hoofed over the top yeah, last week, and then one touch just to shift it out of his feet and smash it's in the top corner. Another instance of uh, Swindon oh, goalkeeper though, getting beat on the front post. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. You know. When you don't, when you don't have the painter up front to to hold the ball up and bring your midfielders and your other forwards into play, it's coming back at you. Yeah. When it does come back at you, if you don't have a central defender who can put his foot on the ball and retain possession by passing it to someone wearing the same colour shirt, they get the ball again, mm. and it's end to end and bouncing around all over the so, place. So and you cannot dominate and control a football match at home. With, without people who can retain the ball, and that's what they're missing desperately. Do you think Wilson will start Pericard next game? Probably, yeah. Should I mean, he? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, think he should. Does he, does he look fit enough? Pericard needs a chance. I, I agree. I He's think that he, big, imposing centre forward. I think he should start. I think I don't yeah. think you're going to get the best out of him bringing him on for the last... The, the problem is, with... You're not going to get the best out of any striker. With a Pericard... With a Pericard, you need... <laughs> the Pericard. He's <laughs> the own separate line. state. He's got his own currency. I actually said with, with a Pericard. <laughs> with a Pericard type player, you need a small guy to play up front with him. With a Heskey, you need an Owen. Yeah. You know, with a with a maybe Shearer and Sutton were the only two sort of big target type yeah, but I don't, I don't see the, ball, the balls that have been played up to Pericard. 
I don't see them sticking to him. No. And you were saying to me, or was it John was saying earlier, for such a big guy, you'd expect him to muscle everyone off the ball. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what he's doing. I, I honestly think that some of that is to do with the fact he's not starting. I, uh, he needs to, you need to feel your way into the game. You need to grow into the game and then influence it. When, when we signed him... The ball, isn't that? He, he does look strong. When he we signed him last... Did we sign him last January? We did, didn't we? In the January transfer right, window. Yeah. And he came in at the same time as Austin, near enough. And Austin hit the ground running and was scoring goals for fun. Yeah, that's, that's, that and Painter, hunger and desire. Surely. Of course, yeah, but but Painter was undroppable. So mm. when Perikar came in, he didn't get a sniff towards the end of last season. Really, I remember that he had one clear cut opportunity against Charlton in the playoffs that he missed. He hit yeah, the post yeah, from yeah, yeah. a yard and a half out with a stooping header. But the point is, he's always been second best since he's came since he's come into the club. And the fact that Wilson has looked to add more up yeah. front yeah. this pre-season is probably a bit of a knock on his confidence. But you don't but then play... Where, where should he show? How does he rectify that? Do it on the training ground and in the reserves. I know he scored a Herrick goal. Harry just needs a goal. Yeah. <laughs> on, I honestly think you... he should start. I definitely think him, him he and He just Austin. needs a goal. That's all he needs. I would say earlier on whilst we were watching it, the Paragon had this... Yeah. Would he call it a chance? Not really. It's an no, effort to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's an attempt on goal. There was a, there was a, a, a portion of the goal was yeah. available to hit. But and where we're sat, it's a perfect line. But he right, could have made. He could have made. It wasn't a chance. It wasn't like a. You know, you would expect him to score it. But with the correct decision by him at that point, it would have become a clear cut chance for the Prutton town to open. win the game. For Prutton, was yeah. Prutton, Prutton and Dosevi, not Dosevi, yeah. um, Austin had gone round the back post and was coming in from... Inc- incidentally, uh, you know, maybe we should, um, you know, not dwell on the on the game today for too much longer, but um, how, wh- where is the Premiership uh, class uh, mm-hmm. standard that, that Prutton must have had at some point? What... What what attributes to his game means that he has played in the Premiership? Is he well, is he just right place, right time? Uh, because I think it's right place, right time. But maybe when we've all because been well, from where I'm looking, he he can't do anything that well. No, but I think because we've all I don't say brainwashed, but we all believe that if you play in the Premiership, therefore ergo you must be a fantastic player. Not necessarily. But there's going to be shit players at every club. Yeah, and um, he was playing for a shit Southampton team. They were mm-hmm. fucking poor. They were bad. Yeah, they really were really poor. poor. That's the was Harry written out the mantra a bit when Preston was there. It would be around, around, be around time. that time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to make him a scapegoat because he's, he's not really had enough games to be a scapegoat yet. But um, He doesn't yeah. have that touch of class that you would expect. The thing is, he's a, he's a bits and pieces yeah, midfield exactly. player. Yeah, exactly. And, um, he, you know, if you... Even the so, very, so very best... <laughs> even, even the very, very best in those positions rarely shine yeah. when you watch them play. And they're sort of, you know, inconspicuous by their absence almost because mm. you know that if the only time that, that David Pratton is ever really going to get anything thrown at him is when he makes a horrendous mistake because mm. he never tries that 65 yard crossfield no. ball he never smashes them in from 25 no, yards no, no, he's not he doesn't want to he's no, a bit some Douglas wants to Douglas tick, wants tick, to try tick, tick, let's tick, give him his credit fair play for supporting the attack to, to actually get on the end and yeah. Person yeah, yeah and do you know what? that's what you'd expect more often that's what you'd second ha- second half against Orient, I actually thought him and O'Brien were our two best players. It does make um, me laugh. That but then that second half against Orient was 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 horrible yeah, to watch. Yeah. So mm. you, know. you two texting each other before, just literally before Brighton scored. Yeah, saying so he needs take to come him off. off. Take him off. Yeah. I said, um, but the guy behind me, he scored, and I looked mm. right. Not the guy behind me, I said, he still needs to go off though, doesn't he? And the guy said, yeah, absolutely. Still need, you know, still. My text said, um, ferry for Prutton indefinitely. Meaning, you know, Pratton hasn't. Mm. I know you know what it means, but Pratton hasn't 
hasn't shown. Oh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> no. Where I come from, devices. I don't know these languages. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, wrong time. Yeah, yeah, wrong time. So, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> oh, it's funny. There's got to be some positives out today. I, Morrison. I, Austin. Morrison. Austin. Morriston. Morriston. Morrison, Callum Kennedy, Charlie Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Caddis was quite poor today. I thought that he made a few mistakes. Miles Weston... David Boyd, Cuthbert looked a little bit... Shaky. Yeah. Cuthbert's not the same player without... The organiser beside him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tell, him, uh, tell me what to do, man. Exactly. <laughs> he's, a, he's a drone. Stop <laughs> telling me what to do. I'm your master. <laughs> it's not Robin Hood. He needs. He needs. <laughs> he needs. Cuthbert <laughs> needs a career. Like a Titus Bramble needs an Anton Ferdinand. You know, do you know what I mean? I'm willing. I'll, I'll write a letter to Danny Wasquara and say, "Rabassi, you've still got that megaphone." Yeah, I would be the man to sit on the bench just telling Cuthbert what to do. <laughs> kick it, kick it. <laughs> look left, look left. Well, that was the other thing that John John mentioned. Wilson's body language midway through the first half. I mean, he was slumped in his chair. Did you see he, him off the touchline? Any? Oh, obviously you wouldn't see him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him. But I didn't really see him out there and about. And we saw... Shirtliff was um, Peter Shirtliff, the assistant manager, was uh, was not happy at all today. I think that um, when Wilson came in, he kept us up. He brought Greer in, and Greer was his man. He brought him in, he made him captain. Greer is the enforcer for Wilson on the pitch. Well, that's what you Wilson need. knows. It's the same reason that Roberto Mancini has signed Patrick Vieira. He's his enforcer in the dressing room. Mm. With all of these, you know, supposed problems at City with Bellamy, with Arlen, with Patrick Vieira is not there necessarily <laughs> to play football anymore. We could be taking a dangerous tangent here. No, but it's, about it's an example. <laughs> it's an example of how... Of how Managers bring their own that, players in, yeah, that extension and they're their, almost their their representative you know on the pitch. I think you've hit, I hit, think you've hit the nail on the head there, mate. Because um, you know, as much as I loved Jonathan Douglas last season, and really he delighted me, I loved watching him. He was great to watch. You know, languid. Uh, it sounds derogatory, but it's a great word for him. You know, effortless. Elegant. When it comes off, it looks effortless. When yeah. it doesn't come off, you look lazy. Exactly. And yeah. is Wilson? Is, is, does Douglas epitomise Wilson in any way, shape or form? And I think the answer is no. They're not, you know... Well, Wilson's quite fiery. Is, is Douglas the extension of Wilson? Uh, you know, can okay, Douglas be... Let me throw this in there. This is something that we've discussed quite a bit. Take away the captain's armband from Douglas. Let's give it to Big Kev. Well, <laughs> oh. that, I mean, you know... That, but that... the only problem with, with Kevin Amanqua is that he's not really good enough. Hang on, there's no problems with Kev. Kev, Big Kev can slot into every position you name. Big Kev, let's, let's not, let's not. Be he's this. a number ten. He's a classic he number is, ten. He's, Big, he's Big a Kevin Amanqua. He's an entertainer. He's, he's got an engine and he's a big unit. He's an and, athlete. And, he's an athlete. And yeah. towards last season, towards the end of last season, I thought that him and McGovern together yeah. performed really well. As well, a, because as a he's pair. got all the things that McGovern hasn't. He's got the strength. He's got the pace. He's got the you know the intimidation. And McGovern's got plus. Plus, well, he has. I mean, he's a, he's a big guy. You watch it, yeah. Cut your face. <laughs> I don't, Allegedly, I think he's. I think he's a bit of a softy, actually. I've got to say, I think I don't think he's the sharpest. Well, I'll say when I start watching the game today, uh, one of my initial things was I thought Callis and McGovern within the first five ten minutes. Well, yeah, I, they, I they, thought, they, wow, this could be a really good. And you actually said, I think it was, this could be a really good right side of mm, Yeah, yeah. Well, I was look, thinking Neville Beckham esque. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of yeah, the best man of deal. Each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of stuff. But it just. And like I said, Caddis was pretty poor today. Mm. There was a lot of times he got caught out of position. And mm. I saw my mate at half time. He goes, Oh, that Western guy, yeah, Caddis has got him. He's rubbish at defending. I thought, well, Hang on a second. Every time that Western guy's gone forward, he's more or less pissed on Caddis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, um, Cadiz, Cadiz is, uh, he looks a good footballer, and, and Wilson likes good footballers, you know. He's, he's brain, but he, I think that he gets caught out sometimes. Mm. It's like his legs can't do what he's trying to do. And a couple of times today, McGovern got got him out of prison. There was Towards the end, there was just McGovern's a McGovern's tracking back today. Ball, was, yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with McGovern's uh, commitment, but I just okay. think... Okay, so look, here's, here's, here's another recurring theme. We've got work rate from McGovern. We've got work rate from... Um, Douglas, we've got work rate from Prutton, we've got no creativity in, in the midfield, and we've got no one to hold the ball up up front. But where then, does that creativity come from? where did it come from last year? Is Danny Ward? Is that, that yeah, I mean, Danny Ward made a massive difference. But he's a creative outlet. I mean, I know it's on the left wing, but it's that's the direction we're going to go. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it even happens when you play football now. If there's a decent winger when you play in Sunday League, you generally feed it out. Yeah, of course. Like, you play to strength. Yeah. He played to his strengths, and it was quite clear. So are we, are we gonna get, we're, we're not going to get that from O'Brien, are we? No, of course. He's not, not going to have the. Uh, I mean, we're, we're 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 again, you know, with Ward. Ward was a striker. Yeah? Mm. Shoe shoehorned Stru- into a oh, same as David Ball. David Ball, and maybe that's a famous. We keep signing strikers on loan mm. to try. Well, I say keep signing second time to try and. Well, ben Hutchinson as well. Yeah, I mean that didn't work, did it? No, not at all. I think he's gone to Lincoln City. I mean that really street. didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. That's, just, that's an English disease, though, of sorts, isn't it? We do it at the national team level. It's of course, a case yeah. of yeah, well, we've got true. four well, he's quick. midfielders. He's really quick. Let's put him on the wing. Well, I know we're going to put our two centre midfielders who aren't as good as the other two on the wings. Mm. Yeah. It doesn't really work. Play right. players to their strengths and their positions. That's, that's what you have to do. I mean, when you get to the midpoint of a season or towards the end of a season, and suspensions and injuries are racking up. Yeah, square pegs, round holes all over the but place for everybody. Fit. But not now when you should have, you know, what's the date today? We've got nine days of the transfer window left. Nine days left. And there aren't any major injuries that anyone knows about. No, no, no. We need to, to spend some money. Mr. Fitton needs to, he's been very good to us. He needs to put yeah. his hand in his pocket. There's been money spent. I was talking on, to... On Ferry and Cadiz, hasn't there? That could potentially go up to 600,000. So. But, you know, that's great. But, but Ferry's not anything new. Ferry, we had him last season. He's, he's a fantastic, busy little central midfielder with one of the best quiffs you'll ever see. But Better than Morrissey's. Not as good as Morrissey's, but like, you know, up there. I could just, all I can imagine now is Ferry walking along with a cardigan and some gladiolo. I'm envisaging Morrison with a, with a yeah. quiff, which, which would add to his ever-growing yeah. height. Yeah, I've, just six clicked, foot nine. I've just clicked refresh and he's gone up to 6'4". Yeah, I mean, he must be at yeah, 6'4". Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what, so what do we do? What do, what do we need? Well, we need an attacking midfielder, creative outlet, someone who can do something. And let's not set our standards too high here, but just someone who is maybe one out of five able to pick that pass and thread it through the needle. Yeah. Do you know what? I w- what I will say is uh, on my on my uh, football manager, um, <laughs> Doug- Douglas gets forward and scores a lot more goals on on football well, manager. Maybe that's what you do. Bring up Danny. Because yeah. I don't think Pratton's going to do that. <laughs> no. Uh, well, have you set him to box to box midfielder? And I know <laughs> that I know that I, I know that Douglas hasn't exactly nestled, um, you know, uh, in any great amount for Swindon, but uh, he. Technically, he's got to be capable of scoring a few goals, isn't he? I mean, he can strike a ball, he's got the guile, he's got but the look, precision. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. At, at, at points during the game today, we had Charlie Austin, who scored 20 goals in as many games, you know, or 20, however many games yeah. last season. Um, we had Pericard, who's played in the Premier League for Stoke, for Portsmouth, has played at Juventus in his career. Pericard played for Juventus? Yes, yeah. Pericard played for oh, Juventus. No. We had Thomas Dosevi, a Togolese international, who... Um, who played at the World Cup in Germany in 2006 mm. and has scored in international football. We had David Ball, who has been the, the top scorer for Manchester City's reserves for the last two seasons. We've got enough places to get goals from. 
We don't need them from yeah, Douglas. It's that interlink in between. We it? need something between Douglas and the attack and the front too, but to that, link it up. But and we don't so, have it. That something isn't pro But then again, that something isn't fairy either. No, it's not fairy. But, you know, last season so it was Danny Ward on the left. We need, a, we need a number 10 or we need... We, we need someone who can come in and be better than O'Brien. Because you know what? I thought O'Brien for the first 20 looked reasonably... He's great threatening. until he gets into a position to cross. Or he's another drone. He needs somebody constantly there telling him what to do. A couple of times... <laughs> Daddy, all... I am available at a megaphone <laughs> that's fully charged. I don't know if you noticed, but two or three times today when the ball was on the Swindon right-hand side, it was switched across a couple of times by McGovern, once by Douglas to Rose, who was in acres of space on the left-hand side. O'Brien has the pace to beat anyone, with the exception of yeah. Usain Bolt, probably. It's and O'Brien would, you know, with acres and acres of space on the Swindon left, O'Brien would always turn and walk towards Rose, I, I, looking you know to what? get I, the ball, you know, he, on the halfway line. He should be stretching the play. He I, don't think, be... I don't think he's... I don't think he wants it played over the top for him to run onto. I don't think he's... I think he wants it into feet. He wants it easy. Well, maybe because he's... Maybe because technically he's not good enough. I don't know. I mean, that's a maybe our expectations just too high. These footballers. What about? I mean, you know, just sort of digressing a little bit. But the winger, the concept of the winger, is that um, is that still a valid concept? Of course. Well, when when we talked about well, O'Brien O'Brien suits this is more of a winger to me than McGovern. We spoke about this last few games. McGovern just seems to drift inside a hell of a lot. I mean, where are the where are all the wingers? You know, Spain don't have a winger. Wingers, Spain right. don't have a winger. No, but they have. Maybe they played working to the Spanish. They played tiki taka, mate. It's a completely different style of football. Is it Italians, local? Italians <laughs> don't don't use wingers. They play capinaccio, which is but, an so, entirely so, different we, we method of playing football. We will continue to to find you know to shoehorn it's O'Brien with his with his raw pace and and lack of real understanding of the game into a winger's role, or, or McGovern with his with his lack of raw pace but good technical ability hey, okay, and, so my, my and able to. Would you say that McGovern is a winger? No, he's not. Definitely. What, what no. is he then? For me, he's the a right-sided, right-sided midfielder. Yeah. But could you actually imagine him playing anywhere other than that position? I could imagine him playing in the middle. Yeah, he's played yeah. in the middle a few mm. times. Yeah, he played a few times. Good. He's busy. He's, yeah, he's he got good engine. He's a good tackler. He's yeah. a good passer of a ball. Good, yeah. He's a good midfielder. I preferred, I preferred him on the right. I preferred him on the right, I've got yeah. to say. But yeah, I've seen him play in the middle. The thing is, when you know the whole winger's debate... It's moot, really, because as soon as you start setting your team up to play four-four-two, you need wide midfield players. Yeah, yeah. but you don't and necessarily need wingers. You know, not necessarily. But then you, you know, you then, you're looking, the then you're looking. Then you're looking at more of a four-four-one-one because if you haven't got the the supply coming from wide, you're yeah. looking to go through the middle. To go through the middle, you need a guy. Well, there we the go hot. then. Four-four-one-one. Austin up top. Big Kev just behind him. We're going <laughs> <Yeah. out. laughs> um, right the show. Number I'm not. I mean. A, there is a real Being danger of this, of this turning into a football debate in a minute. <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so through our Facebook page. Which will be available soon. And we also have an email address, which is wisemensay, that's all one word, at live.co.uk. And there will be a blog soon, uh, but I'll announce that in the next podcast because I just need to update it with a few things. But feel free to email us. We'd like to discuss any points that you do have. Not like with abuse or anything, because like we won't like it. We're sensitive like that, but 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 very hard. We but basically <laughs> <laughs> massively hard again. Not in a again. Fuck it, no. Yeah. So please email in if you want Robin's uh, sort of personal details. That's fine. <laughs> we are happy to divulge that information. Unofficial. Unofficial.
Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so in the uh, in the next section, we're going to look ahead to the uh, forthcoming games at Swindon. How both uh, next two games are both away from home, and in fact, both the teams that uh, that Swindon will be facing over the next couple of weeks uh, played each other today. A resounding home win for Carlisle today. Four one was MK it? Dons four one. Yeah, four which one. is a, wow. a really good result. And uh, Ian Hart, has, uh, who's been a revelation for them since coming back from Spain, has uh, signed a new deal as well. So Where was he in Spain? He was. Uh, he went to a couple of fairly Osasuna. No, no, no. no. It wasn't. I remember it being a nice place, but not a very good team. Somewhere on the coast, uh, Levante. He went to, nice. which is uh, another team in Valencia or around Valencia nice. area. Yeah, uh, he went there and he did quite well actually. And then scored one hell of a left foot. Right? Yeah, he's uh, even now he still scores a lot of free kicks. And, I was uh, always surprised. And he scored twenty goals last season for Carlisle. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Wow. With uh, all with that left foot, it's penalties and free kicks and. He's uh, technically an excellent player. Is, is anyone else thinking that Big Kev sat at home thinking, I could do that? <laughs> I'm just, that should I'm, be me. I've just noticed. Right foot, left foot, head. I've just noticed they're top as well. Carl yeah, Carl Arthur, <laughs> top of the league. Seven, seven points from three games and plus five goal differences. Well, that, well that's, that's the second game. So the first one's MK Dons. Yeah, yeah MK Dons. They're mid table mediocrity. Not that it means anything really. So at, you've seen MK Dons play over the last few seasons, last few years. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 we were both sponsored by Nationwide uh, a couple of seasons ago. That's right, and uh, Sean, what's his name? Sean O'Hanlon went from Swindon on a free, and he went there, and he was their captain last season. Uh, and he's a good, a good. We could do with him. Swindon really could do with him now. A good centre, central defender. Mm. But yeah, I mean, we we beat them in the cup last year, didn't we? We smashed them in the cup after getting a bit of a beating off off uh, Gillingham on the first game of the season. Uh, but yeah, they they they're a pretty decent side. I mean, it's. You can't really draw too much into it, you know, this this early on in the season. But it it should be a should be a good game, probably two good mm. footballing teams and tough game. Best we can hope yeah, for. I mean the be- the way we're playing, it is a tough game. Isn't it? I mean, we we need a win. Basically, we need we need. We need yeah, we're going to go balls out and say that we need the win. Would we be happy with a draw? Yeah, probably normally. <laughs> normally, I mean, if you if you'd won one of your games up to this point. You'd have, be happy to take a draw, but I think that they need to probably push on. Yeah, maybe again, it's this expectation. It's a bit harsh to, to say, unless you come away with a win. All right, well, I'll then... take four points over the next two away games, Carlisle and Milton Keenstone. I'd take three points over the two. I'd take two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the way we're playing, I absolutely would. You think two's stretching it a bit as well. But you take two for what? You'd take two for what? Well, if we can if we can get two draws, I'd be happy. But, you know, I mean, that puts us on four points after four games. Yeah, I know, but I mean... Uh, Again. Not even that three points off the But it's a long games. season, man. It's a very long season. I appreciate that, but you know, you're already eight points off the top. Yeah. If Swindon, who were the beaten playoff finalists last season, want to progress or this season forward. then they need to come again in the top three or four in the in the league. Okay, but then again we're having the But then haven't I mean I've got to be a bit brutal here, but I mean how haven't we all? I know I have. Haven't you already asked yourself the question? Are we gonna do well this season? Mid table. I think that's human nature, isn't it? But yeah, I, I don't see why not. I mean, I want since, us to. Since really Danny Wilson, well, we all do. I mean, that's we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't. You know, it's that's the whole point. Apart from your mate, you said about who's Mr. Morose and brings everything down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll leave him for another another time. <laughs> if look, <laughs> since, it's not my alter ego. Since <laughs> Wilson came in. What is it? Nearly two years ago, a year and a half ago. Um, that's right, isn't it? Like a year yeah, a year and a half ago. Yeah, and, and I mean, yeah. we've we've come on leaps and bounds. We've Can come we? on leaps and bounds in the in the last year and a half, and that culminated last season in that trip to Wembley. Ultimately, disappointing trip to Wembley, but we're a good team. I think that we need to realise that 
in this league, we should be, at the very least, aiming for the playoffs. At the very least. Look who went up from this division last year. Three big clubs. True. Norwich, Leeds, Millwall. And uh, that means there are, you know, three teams came down, obviously. But uh, I think that, that Swindon, to, to make this season progress, uh, they need to be top three or four in the league. Okay, so what do we think this means? For the next week then, MK Dons, you're going to say, you're hoping it's a draw or do you think you're going to lose? No, I don't. I think we're gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I approach every game. Well, I mean, it's. I would say I've got to say I'll, I'll settle for a draw. The way we're playing, I'll settle for a draw just because of the vulnerability that we are exhibiting at the back at the moment. Um, Even yeah, I, I appreciate what you mean. We do look vulnerable, but we give away gifts. We've gifted goals. We've gifted goals two, at least two at home this season, including the one which made which made a mountain out of a molehill today. Early on, we conceded a very, very sloppy goal, and uh, we've got, the, we've got a, an infinitely more difficult task to win. I, I agree. You I have to think that they will tighten up, they won't give away those silly goals, and we have to progress from there. We have to beat MK Donzo. And what did I say? I did say to you earlier, Ben, at the game, I said, we, we, you know, as much as we're not playing that well, we haven't really had the rub of the green in any yeah. of the games that I've seen. True. I mean, I didn't go to Hartlepool... But against Brighton and against Orient, a very strong case can be made for not having the rub of the green on either of those two games. Orient was a complete head-scratcher. We outplayed yeah. them, we created more chances than them, we put more passes together than them. And then and a silly five minutes, and, and you know, yeah. we were 1-0 up, and then all of a sudden we were 2-1 down, and, and that was it. We didn't look like coming and back. And today, really. you know, we started positively, and you know, then that, that happened. And you know, there's no point singling anyone out. Every, everyone makes mistakes, but um, I would, uh, the way it is, I just don't want... I agree. I think you know you, you you make a good point that we should be aiming for for the top three. I agree with that. Let me let me ask you this: what where do we need to improve for us to beat MK Dons? To yeah. bear, bear in mind that they got absolutely hammered today by Carlisle. Defence. Let's not give goals. Let's cut off some mistakes. Have a bit of leadership. In but do we really look like scoring right. two or three in a game? But we can nick one. We don't want to. We don't want to nick one. To look, you know. But hang on. Let's let's. We need to get a point of some sort, though. Yeah. No, we need three. For me, we need three. All right, three would be ideal. Yeah, one I, I one wouldn't be an awful result, but we need three simply because of what's happened before. Mm. Simply because our first two games have been disastrous. Mm. We need, but then and what? today wasn't great either. No, it really obviously, wasn't. so the first three results, you know, two home matches in the first three games, you would expect to have four points. Mm. If okay. you want to challenge, you need four points from those first two games. We didn't get that. Then we could have afforded a draw with, with MK Dons. Now we can't. We have to beat them. Or, if we draw with them, we then have to beat Carlisle. You hear that, Danny Wilson? It's make or break time already. <laughs> you know what I mean. Pressure's on. Pressure's you on. know what I mean. And he... The no, person... Yeah, the person, the first person well. to agree with me would be Danny yeah, Wilson. Yeah, all the players will know when they get in on Monday after a night out in Poulain Isles and still open. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> that... Yeah, the Eros. <laughs> Is Eros still open? Don't worry. Maybe they go down the furnace, sample some rock, <laughs> because lead in the way. <laughs> so can we have predictions then? I'm going to go first. I think it's going to be a ball draw nil nil. Would you be happy with that? I'd be happy with a point. I'll, I'll be happy. No, actually, no, no, no. no. I'll, I'll take that. Back. I'll be happy I, with I'll have three points over two games. So this is the game I expect. I, I want them to win with Carlisle. See, it's winning this one more than Carlisle, based on today's result for Carlisle. But. I think it's gonna be a ball draw nil nil. Okay, Robin. Well, I th I'm gonna I'm gonna nick Ben's idea, and I'm gonna be as optimistic as I can and say that we'll nick it one nil. <laughs>
Change of tune there. I, I can't. <laughs> Seven. I, <laughs> I can't see us not conceding, but if we're just waiting for it to click, and once it does, we are capable of getting two or three, and we'll probably win it two-one, uh, and then go to Carlisle and probably lose. Okay. So well, leading on to Carlisle, then. four points would be a dream from those two games. Six would be just in, six and. Six and we'll win the league. Yeah, yes. <laughs> six and we'll win the league. One or less we, and we'll go if down. If we get six points, they should basically put us up to the championship now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's it. 100, 112 there's no, points. There's no point in us hanging around. Just wasting time. Should call us up. We can go mainstream with this. <laughs> <laughs> we can meet Wogan. Which is what we all to do. It's a dream. It's dreamland. It's dreamland, boys. So, all right, then predictions for Carlisle. I'll go first again. Now. No, you wish you hadn't. <laughs> Yeah, I say I'll go first. Paul, you go first. Uh, cheers, <laughs> cheers, man. Um, <clears throat> I think if we do beat MK Dons two mm-hmm. one, or we beat them by any scoreline, we could we could then go on and beat Carlisle. I think the momentum will come through. Exactly. Uh, like I, I think that we're just waiting. It's very difficult at this early stage of the season to really sort of foresee how things will mm-hmm. be. But it does look to me like we're just waiting for it to click. And once it clicks, I think that we'll be back to our, our old selves. It almost feels like it's a it's alien to be in such poor form. But if we beat MK Dons, we'll go on and, and we'll get a result at Carlisle. It's a long way to go. For so a score? Um, one all. Austin. <laughs> in the 83rd <laughs> Bass? Again, agree. Yeah, you can't. you don't know what's going to happen. So, <laughs> it would be easy if you did. I'd be, I'd be able to make a really accurate prediction. It's not the prophecy section of the, the podcast, it's a prediction. <laughs> that, that's next. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to, you know, Carlisle, we made them look ordinary at our place last season. We did. Um, so, I'm going to say that this is going to be the, uh, the game that catapults us uh, and gives us the momentum. And I'm going to say that we are going to draw it 2 <laughs> 2. <laughs> I'm going to go against the grain here, boys. Go on. I'm going to say it's going to be a wonderful 1 0 win. All right. So, I mean, you know. So, right. so, over the two games, you've got us getting four points. I've got us getting four points. Four so, I literally well. I said three. You've got us getting four points. I've got us getting four as well. Yeah, four. So basically, even though I don't think we will, how does that work? When it comes to actually predicting, I've got a. It's it's, it's different though when you look at games individually, and you always think, "Oh, we could nick that one." But then when you look at two potentially difficult away games together, and you end up you end up predicting four <laughs> points from it, you know. I mean, I, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair thing to. Yeah, it's like that blind, blinded fan thing, isn't it? Which we, is we every are game, just like, yep, there we are. <laughs> right, even, I never would have said that. Do you think we get four points on on today's showing? No way. Against Brentford, do you think we'll get four points over the next two away games? I never would have said yes. But when you ask me what the scores are going to be, yeah. it works out as four points. <laughs> For all of us as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's out of necessity more than anything. You know, we, yeah, to, we need to, a bit of early momentum. That's to, one thing we definitely haven't. We need to get uh, over. There's been a bit of a Wembley hangover. I, I thought think. that Hartlepool and, result would be it. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, if we'd gone on to win that game after being 2-0 down, then it would have been. We would have come out today confident, tails up. But as it is, we you know we're one point from two games in the league before today. I, I still think the season's a slow burner. Well, it was oh. last season, wasn't it? Like Luther Vandross. Wait, 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 wait! <laughs> slow burner. <laughs> Been wanting to do that for ages. <laughs> That's why I brought it around to this way of thinking. So yeah, I think over the course of the season as well, we're going to keep a 
that's how they run our predictions. Okay, and your season's prediction is, Ben? Season prediction, I think we're going to scrape into the playoffs. All right. But I'll be honest, I don't see us getting into the playoff final. All right. That's... Oh, this is horrible because the realist in me and what I've seen so far and the fact that I don't think we're the team we were last season, and I hate to say that this early in the season, but that bit of me dictates that I'm, I i can't really give us too high a position, but I'm going to say we're going to finish fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd love to admit it. First, first, is definitely first. I just can't see it. We'll win the league. <laughs> Well, hang on, sorry. <laughs> I think it's fine. Do you see us going from there? Lottery, lottery. Okay. Yeah, well, it is. It is a lottery. Yeah. Um, we've got pedigree, though. I think if we did make the playoffs, we we could go far. Um, as I mentioned earlier, three big teams went up from this division last season, mm-hmm. and uh, replaced by you know historically not such big clubs. And I think that maybe Swindon can probably nick second. Love it. Oh. I think that they can. Why not? That's your headline there. Why not? There it is. <laughs> you heard I it just think first. that with somebody like Austin on the pitch, who is quite clearly an excellent footballer and, and much better than anything else in, in terms of forwards that I saw last season or the season before at this level, I think he'll always score goals. We've had an awful start, arguably, but Austin scored two in two games. I'm just going to put a plea out to the listeners there, which is, yes, Austin is clearly a good footballer, but has anyone actually sampled his bricklaying ability? <laughs> has Charlie Austin ever done any work for you? Was it to a high standard? If so, can you email us in some photos? We're rating. We've provided a template for you to answer some, some questions. Second in the league. Second in the league. And then a year of consolidation in the championship uh, in line with the five-year plan of, of Mr. Fitton. I, we love Charlie Austin. Okay. 25 league goals. You reckon? Yeah. 25 league goals? Yeah. Plus. I'm going to say 29 legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, th- 13. Why not? <laughs> you can't change for that. <laughs> it's not an auction. We've got 35 anywhere, please. Sold. <laughs> so you said 25, that's very popular. 25 yeah. plus, I want to say. No, you can't plus. say plus. <laughs> like you can't walk into a betting shop and go, can I have 25 plus legal? Yeah, you can. can. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, I'm going to say 29. Can you say a specific number? 25. I'll, I'll stick with 25. <laughs> 25. That's I gave 24. 24. Okay. We, uh, we want to hear from you as well. Uh, if you have uh, any uh, answers to uh, the, the rather average start to the season, what are we missing? What do we need? Um, is it as simple as replacing Painter and Greer? Um, anything that you want to you wanna hear us talk about or you want to talk about with us, maybe we could arrange a Q&A or something like that, Ben, probably. Yeah, yeah, easily. We can any, any, like funny, any stories, anything you just want to raise, you know, even compliments and stuff like that. Talk about the <laughs> but no abuse. No abuse. Robin's <laughs> quite adamant on this. Yeah, abuse no. If you want us to come around and name your cat, we're happy to do any of this. We are available for bookings. <laughs> bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs. Why is it always bar mitzvahs? I don't know. It sounds for? funny. I don't, I don't even know what it is, really. <laughs> it's just like it's the most popular entertainment thing that happens in the whole world. And if Michael Jackson was there going, oh, I hope I can break the bar mitzvah. That's it. That's the route to success. Anyway, yeah, so we want to hear from you. He took it a bit too literally, didn't he? Yeah, let's, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Come on. Allegedly. Come on, let's. Oh, he's dead. He's not going to do anything now. Bratton and Austin. Okay, so that's just about it for our first podcast. Um, We've enjoyed it. We hope you have too. 
If you want to, you know, chat to us, get in touch with us, Facebook page, which will be uh, up and running soon, or um, wisemensay at live.co.uk. That's the one. Email across. Uh, see how I did that? Seamless. Seamless. Email across questions or comments. And uh, from me and from... Me, Ben. <laughs> and, and, him, and him, Robin. And me, Robin. Uh, yeah. We will see you next time. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> cut, cut, again. <laughs> <laughs>